1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: I'm ready to talk money.
1: That's great. And no no, uh, fancy, it's Good Friday, so we are in full-on Good Friday mode. Uh, And we're just thankful that you're here, you're listening, if you're... uh, you know, um, maybe you have some time off today. Maybe just sit down, relax, pull up a coffee. Um, if you've listened to the podcast before, you'll know that we're very conversational. We want to engage in the conversation. And that means uh, feel free to feedback. You can do that uh, on the website, morethanenough.ca, through the website, or you can just go info at More Than Enough and call us back. Uh, feel free to reach out anytime that way. And uh, if you need to find the podcast in other places, uh, CHRI.ca, of course, hosts it. Uh, We do all of our production at CHRI. Love the folks at CHRI. And uh, and then, of course, NotMine.ca, who we have Ray Borg with us today again, And, and Ray is the the Ministry Liaison at Financial Discipleship Canada as one of his hats. Uh, and then, of course, he's wearing a couple of hats. He works for the Canadian National Christian Foundation as well. And so we we love having Ray on uh, because a lot of the work that we do together in uh, in the financial world, uh, we do together. So that's great. <laughs> and, you know, welcome, Ray. He
0: also gives us Good a kick with in the you. pants
1: every
0: once in a while. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody Long needs that. buy, like, uh, every everybody needs a guy like Ray in their lives. So just <laughs> you can't have him, though.
1: Yeah, you, you can't right. have him. Yeah. He's
0: really busy. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, um, are you going to say? Did you already say?
1: Some, so, how much I love you and uh, yeah. you're wondering to promote your, <laughs> your boat. Yeah, no, sure. Okay, I, I, I have my that. book
0: in my hand again. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are going to get sick of this, but I the, the topic for this morning flows out of last week. Last week we talked about the position for giving, to understanding mm-hmm. what we believe about giving, um, applying James 3 and the wisdom of... Um, uh, the Lord to our finances mm-hmm. and to really ask the Lord, you know, we make assumptions about what we believe about giving and actually the acts of giving. We've made assumptions maybe, haven't talked to the Lord about you know, is there another way he wants to give uh, us to give of our time, talents, resources? Um, I never remember all of those. Expertise, you know, we don't just give financially, we give with our whole selves, which is what we're talking about today in the surrendered life. And we thought we'd talk about giving and surrender because that's exactly what Jesus has done for us Um in His life, in His suffering, His death, and His resurrection. And how um, He intercedes for us, the scriptures say, now, as He is our living Lord and our Savior. And um, I know in the church calendar, we don't yet rejoice because today is the day that we um, look to the cross and the suffering and His death. Um, But what does surrender have to do with giving? So I'm going to read a couple of things. One, I'm going to read from Philippians 2, verse 5 to 11. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. you know this verse admonishes us to have the mind which is ours in Christ that same mind that he didn't think about the pride in his position as the son of god but he humbled himself and became like man submissive to his father's will um uh, and to and to the love that he had to bring freedom to us his his brothers and sisters his kids um however However, we see Mm -hmm. Christ in our lives. But the other verse, I'm going to read a quote and it's actually why I have my book out because my own brother, if you read my book, my brother, I quote my book, my brother in my book because he's a farmer and we're talking about cultivation in the book and trusting God. But he says this. We will never truly trust God with our lives if we can't trust him with our finances. In some sense, the last thing to be saved is our wallets. And until that happens, we have never fully surrendered. And I hear that and I think, oh my goodness, it's like last week's show. Let's bring a little conviction to us. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I know surrender is a journey and Ray, maybe you can start us off with you know, what a surrendered life looks like. And then we want to talk about what does that surrender look like in our in our giving? Like how is a, our giving and our how we do money a reflection of that surrender? Nothing like starting you off with a big topic.
2: <laughs> well, I think the first thing I've been struck with, I think in the last uh, few months is the the reality is that Um, Jesus was part of the Trinity. He was in relation with the Father and the Holy Spirit. And um, they were receiving and giving each other love. uh, And he chose the will of the Father uh, to come into this place where he would enter into um, humanity, And all its realities and hardships. And he left the presence of the Father and the Holy Spirit and came into that place to walk amongst us. And the uh, taking on a human form and, you know, the the simplicity and the humanity and um, the humility that he experienced. Uh, walked in throughout his t- a short time on on earth and reminded in, in, on Good Friday at this point about him laying down his life for our sin. But that act of surrender to the will of the Father uh, just stirs in my heart these days. And, and for me, that is a modeling for me. Am I that surrendered? That uh, everything that I do, how I think, how I live my life, how I manage my finances, give and spend and invest. Is it reflective of a surrendered lifestyles you mentioned? Jesus surrendered everything. He surrendered his fullness of his life. And so, um, am, I, I, am I willing to even go to that degree of surrenderhood? Um, and so, I'm challenged this, this Good Friday to just reflect, um, am I willing to do that even with my giving? Um, Because sometimes I think we think of giving out of of the overflow rather than times in a place of obedience where we don't know what is next, but we give all that we have. And I'll be honest, I've never been tested to that point, Um, but I know people have. And, um, you know, um, the widow gave her two mites. So, Lord, am I that willing to surrender to your prompting? Um, that there's a cost to it. And am I willing to decide that that cost is sufficient for Jesus?
1: You know, and that that plays into, I mean, when we look at the, you know, literally the scene of Jesus in the garden, as we think of Good Friday, and as he's in Gethsemane, um, you know, there's confidence in his relationship with the Father to say, you know, uh, yeah, I'm. Sac- you know, I don't want to go here. I don't want to do this. Please, Father, take this cup from me. And and and, and again, the we can see the the um, you know the the effort that Jesus is under, the weight that he's under in that. And yet, you know, he there's this also. There's the 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 confidence that he he's like, but not not my will but yours be done. And, and that's such a powerful statement when we can even apply it to our own, maybe a smaller situation in our own finances. Where we're like, Father, I, I get this prompting that you want me to impact a life and it's going to take money to use it, or it's going to take energy or, or time or resources to do it. and And, and we say, I don't like it. Uh, it's not comfortable. It's it, you know all of I may have to sacrifice some things. I I may have to have a tough discussion with my wife and my family because we are going to sacrifice something to help someone else or whatever the situation is. And and yet there's a confidence in knowing that when we do that in light of the Father, he was it, that was never in question with Jesus that 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 the father hadn't said to him you know this is this is what's going to happen and this is where you're going to go and and it's going to be difficult and Jesus is going okay and I don't even want to do it but I will because I'm confident in the love of the father I'm confident in um in in how the father is bringing about his will and I'm going to trust that his will in the end will produce what it needs to produce in the world Around us, and and you know that's the simple prayer of Your will be done here on earth, as it is in heaven. And so you know, like I I think of that Ray, even as as you were talking, just to say, can we be that surrendered and and but can we we trust the love of the Father mm. as well? I mean, there's surrender, but I want to surrender. To God, like I want to surrender to to the to, to the one who I absolutely know I'm in the palm of His hand and He cares for me, but it might be me walking a, a path that I don't really want to walk.
0: I I love that that question that like, do I have confidence in the Father? Because if we have confidence and a growing trust and we develop that trust, we're gonna have more and more confidence and maybe we'll be more and more willing to give. There's all kinds of thoughts going through my mm-hmm. head because we're dealing with our flesh, mm. right? And that, well, I just, um, I sent a survey to some of our coaches um, recently just mm. to talk about what they're seeing in, in their lives in the c- and the clients and people they you know, live and work with. Um, what What is the attitude toward giving? And a lot of them are seeing it's just not a priority for us. It's just not a priority. Mm. So um, Dave often, um, back in the day when he was starting coaching, he, and we still have them at the office, he has these jars, and he has one jar with big rocks, and then another jar with um, smaller rocks, um, then, then he got pebbles, and then he got sand and water. And, and water. So you know this illustration better than I do, but one of the coaches brought it up to me in terms of giving. If if we if we say giving is important, it's a big rock in our life, but we try and put it in this jar at the very end. So we've got the rocks of paying hydro, gas, uh Housing, then we've got food and, and there are this, and you pour the smaller rocks in, then you're small, pouring the smaller rocks in. So we've got all these priorities and then we've got the sand and we've got water and we fill our jar up and this is the jar of our financial journey. Um, but we've got, we're like, oh, at the end, I, I guess I can give now. We've got this big rock, but it's not going to go back in there because we waited to the end. So one of the suggestions we have in a very practical way, even though you may be struggling to surrender your finances and yet know that this is important to God, it's like, you know your flesh doesn't want to do it, but you know, you you your spirit does. And there's this battle that Paul talks about in, in the scriptures you know, doing something practical, like saying, you know, what? I'm going to intentionally sit down and choose to give today. I'm going to talk to the Lord about it. I'm going to take this big rock and I'm going to put it back where it belongs. And it's first fruits, not last fruits. And I think just that intention, even when our heart, I, I'm a person who will say, just do it and your heart's going to catch up. Because in giving, that's the beauty. As you give, you it, it, you're, prat- you're like, Lord, I know I'm restrained in this. I know I'm bound because I just don't want to give, but I know it's important to you. And I love you more than I, I still love you more than I love my flesh. So I'm going to intentionally give today. I'm going to put it as a recurring give to somewhere that I feel really important is important to do. And we do that. And all of a sudden you'll find that your fingers get less tight around your stuff then you start looking for places that you can give. So this life of surrender, Jesus didn't walk around with a mopey face. He didn't say, oh man, I gotta go to the cross. You guys are idiots. Why am I here? And I say that, he didn't live that as an example. But I live that way. Oh, man, I've got to serve Dave. I have to make him dinner again. Like, oh, man, I got to drive the kids. Like, what on earth is this about? I'm so tired and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think some people can relate to that. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, oh, man, I get to serve my family today. Yeah, they may not be kind, but Jesus faced all of that. And he still walked around, not with the, um, this emotion of happiness, but the sustaining strength of joy that he was serving God and others. And that's what was his love. He wanted to. And sometimes we can say, God, my attitude sucks. But I want to change. I think that's how honest we have to be. Like, I am not, like, we last week we talked about this impartial, sincere, full of mercy, submissive, peace-loving wisdom, and not, you know, I think we can say to the Lord, I don't have that wisdom at work in my life. And He just would long to talk to you about it. I'm not giving, I, I, it is this big rock that's at the end of the month. How do I get it in the first? How do I put it in first out of my finances? I know I'm rambling, but I get it. <laughs> like it's very exciting to know that he gave us an example that he wasn't a mope about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... Uh, yeah, but, uh, you, I'm, I'm,
0: what do you think all I'm the mopey pushed,
1: moments i had? Like, I'm not saying anything. I'm not going there. I'm like, okay, w- Ray,
2: over to you. How do we come out of there? Right? I, you know, I, I had all kinds of thoughts going through my brain as she was talking there, but you know, the whole issue of trust—do we trust the Lord? Um, yeah. And The whole thing of—I uh, think you know—you mentioned your brother's quote there, and I think of surrendering of our our money, our wallet to the Lord. We surrender our lives, and sometimes we haven't surrendered the wallet aspect of it. And that whole sense of um, the big rock, uh, you know, um, I often encourage people, you need to make a decision to give out a principle, and it breaks the power of the spirit of mammon over your life. And in Mm -hmm. so doing, you actually begin to open the door for the joy of the Lord to come in, because then you actually are coming into a place of freedom. And and you can't taste that while being tight, uh, you know, tight fisted or holding your fingers around the stuff so tightly, you miss out on those things. And Jesus knew that. He talked about the joy of giving His life. Um, and so, can we enter into that place of joy? Um, and that's part of surrendering. It's the other side of surrender, right?
1: And, you know, that turns into a really practical, you know, side, like, like, you know, again, because I like to say, well, what does that look like? You know, that's what my brain (laughs) went to. And, and it's, it can be as simple as saying, you know what, the, I'm going to go out, I'm going to go to the bank. I'm going to put 50 bucks in, you know, two twenties and a 10 in my wallet. And that's my, that's my intentional give money. I'm going to look for places that I can spend that money just out of sheer generosity, not even just wherever my heart is stirred, whatever that looks like. And and so, you know, then as you are saying, Ray, you're walking around with now a different perspective. You're actually walking around with the money in your pocket to say, how can I give this away? Who can I give this to, Lord? Um, You know, that conversation is is now rolling a little bit in the back of your head. And that just starts with a, a simple, hey, let's take 50 bucks out and put it in our wallet. And that's the money we're going to give away in the next two weeks before the next pay period, because then I'll do it again. And then I get addicted to it.
0: So, and the cool part about that is that you're doing it face-to-face giving. So it's sure. more than just putting it on your credit card or mm-hmm. um, signing a check and putting it in the mail. You're actually face-to-face uh, with a person where like out in our community, we are involved with the house of Lazarus and it's just like, I'm thinking of all kinds of things you could do with $50 just walking over there. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if there's a single mom or um, some sheltered women who are battered and, and abused and have kids and that you you hand them $50, like that goes a long way. Or you go to
1: the, you know, you go and you buy, again, if you know somebody you go and buy a gift and you say, you know, uh, I, I knew it was your birthday last week, and I didn't get you anything. And, and it's a single mom who you maybe. And again, we're picking on single moms. Well, Sorry, single no, moms. But, but, but on
0: this other side, if you are a single mom who's struggling, mm-hmm. you can also give. You yeah. can. They, we know that that there is strain on your on the economics of people. Mm-hmm. But if we if we prioritize it as the first big rock, even if it's just, even if it's just at first a small thing. Um, like, we're not telling you what dollar value, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. this is part of the relationship with the Lord, right? Um, which we talked about last week. You start talking to God like, well, $10, go go buy someone lunch for $10. You know, even if it doesn't mean that just because you have little, you can't be a giver. Mm-hmm. You can give no matter how little you have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people who have little are better givers than those of us who have mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. That's and right. we have stuff to learn from each other just because you're finding because David and I in, as it says in the book if you read the book we've been the recipients of a lot of giving mm-hmm. but but it's this it's this and that, and that
1: challenges us to, to as well to, to go when I have the the opportunity and, and as life changes and seasons change then I, I, I get to give because I have received. I I know what that feels like. I've been there. So then when I have the opportunity to give, I know what uh, I get to. It becomes a joy. It becomes, uh, you know, and, and Ray, you talked about the widow's mite earlier today and saying, you know, she gave a hundred percent. We we don't know the story before. How did she get there? How did she decide to do that? What What was motivating her to do that? And we don't know the story after. What happened after? Um, we don't know the story. All we see is this one scene where Jesus honors her and says, I see her heart. I see what uh, that she's giving out of purity and out of intentionality. And I see her doing that. And I'm going to honor her for it. Um, in fact, for millennia, she's been <laughs> honored yeah, for right. it because we still read that story and we still hear the words of Jesus in that that that, that scene and, and go, there's there's something Jesus wanted us to see in that, that he would make note of that and that we would see that scene, well, you know, now, many, many, like 2,000 years later, what whatever that was, right?
0: And I have an, another, like, picture. So, we had this, the rock picture, but there's another, like, spring cleaning analogy where we want to open our windows to let the fresh air in. So, um, I... When I was thinking about this show, I was thinking about the things that limit our beliefs about giving mm. and, and cause us to be more clenched fisted or whatever. So I would love you guys to actually go to your windows if you have one and open it up, like even mm. if it's raining today or whatever, open it up and let the Lord's spirit blow off mm. any of those limiting beliefs that you've been thinking that you don't have enough money that you maybe are, you know, you're too tired to figure this out. You're too in debt to figure it out. Um, You're too afraid that you won't have enough. You're not enough for this challenge of surrender. If this is what it's going to cost, I'm just not going to follow Jesus, you know, or you know what? God's not going to ask me to do that. He knows I'm having a hard time. Well, Let me tell you, he asks some hard things of us in hard times. I've just been rebuked several times lately uh, with some of those things. And, you know, you may think, I got so much on my plate, I just can't give. I I don't have time. I just want you to, all of those things, I just want you to allow the Spirit of God right now to blow those excuses off you and to receive the truth that he is good and that he loves you And that he gives you and equips you and empowers you and gives you the grace. There's a verse that we memorize in our family. God is able to make all grace abound toward you so that you always having all sufficiency in all things will have an abundance for every good work. And sometimes we need to hear the truth. We need to see the Spirit of God blowing off what has limited us so that we can surrender. We are capable of more than we think because Christ is in us, the hope of glory. And I think that's what he wants to encourage us with today.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and again, we're on Good Friday. And, and you know, this is the, I think, the... Um, yeah, you know, this is where Christ is. He's in the difficult place and and a lot of us in our finances feel like we're in that difficult place. We, you know, there are things that are just beyond our control that we have no control of and we have no idea how they're going to get solved. Let's just put it that way. And yet there's we can trust the truth that, you know, that we can trust the Lord is good, that he does care and that he does want to blow through us. Um, that truth
2: Mm -hmm. and allow that the truth to kind of settle into our hearts um, as he does that as he removes and lifts off those limiting perspectives and thoughts and gives us a whole perspective to just see how can we be givers like you said reb i mean if we're looking for those opportunities um you know we'll begin to see them whether it's you know if we're limited funds Um, often you know we could bake some cookies for somebody or a loaf of cake or a cake or uh, a dish that we have extra in and pass that along look for somebody to bless a neighbor or something minister to somebody who's sick uh, in an apartment building around us i mean those are opportunities to give to that just bless the lord in the process Mm -hmm. and those are simple but practical things if we're on limited resources
0: and, Ray, you always tell us about all the shoveling you've done this winter for neighbors, or yes. they do it for you. I know. Or how, how does that work? You shovel in the winter and they mow for you in the summer? <laughs> yes, is that yes. how that goes? I know.
2: Yeah, my my dear 90-year-old neighbors cut my grass and I clean their snow in the wintertime. But it's just, it is, it's amazing I, just to watch what God does in the process. So…
1: But- yeah. And, and and I, you know, we can't discount uh, and, and I know we're coming to the end of the show, but my mind just turned to a whole bunch of stories. I mean, we've got Elijah who says to the, the widow, you know, hey, go get me something, you know, make me something to eat. and And she says, well, I haven't got anything. And then he says, Well, go get some, we know the story, go get the pots and go fill them up and, and sell, you know, and, and of course she was worried about the creditors coming and taking her sons away, um, you know, in that. And, and again, some of these, uh, we know the story of course of the feedings of the 5,000, the 4,000 and, and Jesus taking what we think are limited resources and, and a and, and multiplying them in ways that we, we can't really do the math. We can't really figure out how that, that works. But we know, again, uh, and Reb, I'll go back to your verse, you know, you just talked about that He equips us and supplies us for every good work. Uh, and so as we, as we just submit all of this to the Father, as we take our, our bank accounts, as we take the money as it comes into our bank accounts and just say, Father, Give me the wisdom that I need to 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 distribute this in the way that you want to see it distributed, and
0: uh, well, and even now in the, this last little bit, you know, it's the surrendered life. We started mm-hmm. off with a surrender. We we're looking at to the cross of Jesus today, yeah. and um, we just we just bring our giving to Christ, mm-hmm. and we look at what He gave, and we're silenced. Mm-hmm. We really are. And maybe some silence today is a good thing for us as we consider our giving and this topic. Ray, would you pray us out? Again, I love hearing you pray, so.
2: Father, thank you for our time together. Thank you for these words from Philippians, Lord too, that just so remind us of what you have done on our behalf, um, leaving the form of God and emptied yourself, took a form of a servant, take on the likeness of men and being obedient to the point of death. And so, Lord, we, th- we reflect on that. We hit the pause button in our busyness of our life to reflect on your gift to each one of us and the whole aspect of surrender and what that means for us in our own lifestyle, and particularly as it relates to finances. Thank you for speaking to us as we come and and we reflect and listen to your heart about this whole area, where can I surrender? Where can I let go of some limiting beliefs and thoughts and behaviors that have limited my surrendering of my finances and giving to you? And so Lord, would you continue to take each one of us on this journey and teach us about it? Uh, Lord, we want to grow in this whole area. And so Lord, thank you for doing that. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: And today our prayer for you is is that maybe you'll take a few minutes of silence and just present yourself before the Lord and say, Lord, um, yeah, I'm just here to enjoy your presence. And uh, join us next week when we talk money.
2: Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.